Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show, the first Andrea K. Show of 2019. And from the sound of that intro, things are going to be pretty much, at least for now, the same as they always were. Except I may be a few pounds heavier than what it says in the intro coming out of the holidays. But I'm still dynamite in a dress. I'm still going to be bringing the dynamite because I bust through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night here on the Andrea K. Show. And joining me, as always, going into 2019, the man who was with me. In fact, I think he did more Andrea K. shows than Andrea K. last year. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. We all love DJ Carrot I am trying to keep that record. So I know we were kind of ill last week and we were yeah. trying, we took a couple of days off, but yeah. I made sure I came back in when you came back in. Yeah, you did. I'm like, I don't want to lose that record of doing more shows on the Andrea K show than Andrea K. Well, you know, you probably could have taken tonight off if you wanted to, because I'm actually going to be uh, taking a little vacation before too long here. I'm going to actually be taking my first full week off wow. in about six years. Because, wow. yeah, usually I'd li- I'm the queen of the long weekend because, you know, this past year we're coming off of the first year of which I did a daily show. And so um, I didn't want to take a week off last year. I wanted to get things going and get things on a roll. And I feel like now we we got things going. Yes. So, you know, we, we had a great year and uh, we're, we're going to have an even better year in 2019. So I thought, you know, maybe January might be a good month for me to go recharge my batteries, come back and we're going to hit it hard, man. Sounds good. Um, but before we do, we got to wrap up 2018 because, you know, it, you got you to be willing to look back, do an autopsy. You know, it, 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 as I'm thinking about it, it kind of reminds me, this is, the, this is the show in which we would look back to 2018, the highlights, the lowlights. And most importantly, what can we learn from that? I think it's important to learn. And that's part of just what's ingrained in me in my corporate sales career because I never came out of a sales call where I did not do an autopsy. What, what did I do well in that call? What, did I, what were my areas of opportunity? What could I do better? And so we got to do that for 2018, but I'm not going to be doing it alone. My buddy Joe Messina is going to be here with me on the show. As I, and this was kind of a tough show for me to prep for. Usually when you're doing an end-of-the-year recap and going in making predictions for the, for the future – year, usually it's easy to kind of categorize, kind of do top 10 stories of this, top 10 stories of that, top this, top that. And this was really hard for me to prep for because I realized that so many of my, and and part of it came from reaching out to all you buddies of mine on Facebook and Twitter, is that when I put it out there, what are your top three stories or what did 2018 mean to you? There was so much overlap of every story, whether it was economics, whether it's what was going on in the social you know, culture, the, the, as well as the politics of America. There, you look at the football season. We're going into Super Bowl season. Every aspect of our society has been politicized. And so this show is really going to be more about, we're going to hit, we're going to do the bold predictions. We're going to have some categories. Um, but for the most part, it's really going to be kind of a recap of really what went down for 2018, really what it meant for us. Because as I started just doing some bullet points for that, 
it really kind of culminated for me. I'm going to kind of do it in reverse. I'm going to kind of give you my summary of 2018. And then we're going to back into it with Joe Messina in which we kind of hit on the the different things that happened because the, to lead into my summary, which is really about almost, I would say, I don't want to say that the transformation that was promised by Obama, which he never really clearly defined for us when he ran for office in 2018, but he said he was going to transform America. And he didn't really answer because he didn't want to answer what it meant. But if you look back on 2018, and if I look back on what this, what happened in this year and what it meant, to me it looks as though we now know what the transformation was, at least what they intended it to be. And it almost looks to me like it's pretty close to completion. Because when I look at 2018, I see through cultural Marxism, through the cultural Marxist movement, I see indoctrination centers that were formerly known as schools churning out little worker bees for the state. I see a media that blatantly isn't even hiding anymore the fact that they are nothing but propagandist, propagandists that are that are pretending to be pushing fact when what they're pushing is nothing but an agenda for the left. I see a weaponized government that is being used to oppress the opposition, not seeking to investigate crimes that were committed, but actually looking to create crimes just so that they can prosecute people who have an opposing viewpoint. And I see as a result of all of this, I see the transformation almost becoming complete when I see large swaths of Americans who are anti-American, pro-socialist, Judeo-Christian-hating, open borders-loving globalist who think that climate change is a bigger threat than Islamic Jihad. So I look at this and I look at 2018 and I, and I see a year that, that looks to me as though in spite of the fact And let me tell you, we see this transformation almost complete that Obama had in mind. We see that at a time in which the Republican Party had control of both houses of Congress and the White House. So this summary can't be complete without recognizing the fact that this is how far they've gone in transforming America when it doesn't even matter whether or not we've got a Republican Party in power. But here's the good news. The good news is is that it's not completed yet. And we have primarily one person who gave up a multi-billion dollar career to try to do something to stop it. So throughout this hour, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Joe Messina, my buddy and radio star. Many of you know him. We are going to discuss all this. We're going to pay. We're in addition to all that. We're going to pay homage to those that we've mourned this year, we're going to give thanks to some successes because it's not all doom and gloom. Like I said, we've got a President Trump. We've got a man who gave it all up to try to stop the completion of that transformation. And he's had some successes along the way. We're also going to make some bold predictions going into 2019 and hopefully have some laughs along the way as we talk about some of the outrageous uh, p- uh, PC stories of the year. So stay tuned. We've got more of the Andrea K. Show coming up. Hello, 2019. Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Larry Elder here. Folks, in our country, people are living in two different worlds. About half believe the Russian collusion narrative that most media organizations are pushing, while the real scandal is Spygate, where Obama administration officials actively colluded with the campaign of Hillary Clinton and foreign governments to affect the outcome of the 2016 presidential election. Half of all Americans don't know the truth. But you can help solve the division with the facts and details you read in the Epic Times newspaper, sharing them with friends and family. The Epic Times reports the true and untold story of collusion in the Spygate scandal. And now they've also charted it out on a limited edition poster-sized wall chart that exposes every illegal relationship. It helps you explain the truth. You can get a copy free when you subscribe to the Epic Times for just $1 for the first month by logging on to TrustedNewspaper.com. That's TrustedNewspaper.com. Reporting the important news avoided by the other media. TrustedNewspaper.com. That's TrustedNewspaper.com. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. 2018 now enters the history books with more of a bang than a whimper. It was the year Brett Kavanaugh joined the Supreme Court. President Trump restructured his cabinet. Democrats celebrated a blue wave in the House, and the partisan divide only deepened. It was the year that titans in the digital world began to feel the heat of international scrutiny, and the stock market scored a big zero. California was threatened by the deadliest wildfires in state history, and disasters dotted the globe. But in Thailand, a soccer team, including 12 boys and their coach, were rescued from a flooded cave as the world watched and prayed. There was a royal wedding in Britain, and the world said goodbye to scientist Stephen Hawking and to both President George H.W. Bush and his wife Barbara. An historic age of world evangelism came to an end with the death of Billy Graham. It was a year for the ages, and now it is history. I'm Albert Moeller. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Patriot Mobile wants to know, what's your New Year's resolution? Why not find a better fit for your values? Big Mobile funds the left and donates to causes like Planned Parenthood and gun control. Patriot Mobile does just the opposite. They donate to conservative causes every time you pay your bill. Wouldn't you rather fund pro-life, religious freedom, and Second Amendment rights with every call you make? It's easy to switch to Patriot Mobile. Most people save money and know that their hard-earned dollars are working to make America great again. Bring your own phone, keep your phone number, buy a new phone, whatever it takes, now is the time. Make a New Year's resolution to stop spending money at companies that contradict your values. Visit them online at PatriotMobile.com slash Hugh to get your activation fee waived or mention Hugh when you call 1-800-APATRIOT. Make a New Year's resolution. Join the revolution. Switch to Patriot Mobile today. 
FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Baby, <laughs> Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. We are saying bye, Felicia, to 2018 and hello to 2019. And joining me now to talk about all of this is my buddy and radio star. I mean to tell you, it's Joe Messina from The Real Side. Hey, Joe. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Hey, Andrea. Thanks for having me. And, and you know what? You got, you've got cool music. You know, I got the old 60s, 70s stuff. You've got really cool music. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, You're I, a lot hipper than I am, as well, they say. Well, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, gr- I I grew up in the Deep South, and I think I was the only white girl down there that was listening to Cameo, even before everybody heard a word up. You know, I've all, I grew up, uh, my mama loved Motown, and she loved soul music, and so I got R&B yeah. and soul in my bones, baby. Yeah, um, yeah, I got Bachman turn overtime. I don't know what to tell you. All right, anyhow. <laughs> all right, so I'm kind of doing today's show in reverse. I gave my summary in the open of what 2018 kind of looked like for me. And let me lay it out to you because you didn't hear my open. And then we're going to kind of back into it with kind of what led to that with some of the, the some of the crazies that went on. I'm saying my assertion is that um, 2018 was the year that Barack Obama's transformation looked kind of close to completion. As we go into today's show, the border is still wide open through the cultural Marxist indoctrination centers, uh, the cultural Marxist movement, which included indoctrination centers, formerly known as schools. A media that's blatantly pushing propaganda as facts. We've got a weaponized government that's seeking crimes in which to punish uh, the political opposition. We've got a large swath of Americans that are anti-American, pro-socialist, Judeo-Christian, hating, open borders, loving globalist who think that climate change is a bigger threat than Islamic Jihad. That's really kind of what 2018 was looking like for me. But the good news is, is we had one man and, and all that that culmination of that has occurred with a GOP controlled Congress and White House. And really the only thing that's kind of stopped the completion from happening was Donald J. Trump. Uh, listen, you'd get an A-plus for me if this was a college class and I was your teacher. You really you did a good job rolling that all up. The media's got, well, you know, we become more emboldened, or now we, they became more emboldened under Obama, getting away with saying and doing whatever they want to do. Look what Antifa was doing. Look at the, the uh, violence that was taking place. Now, now our President Trump won't allow those kind of things to go on. So the media has picked up the mantle, and they've become, I won't say not just aggressive and abusive, but they've, you know, they've actually become combative. And they're reporting. You think of everything that goes on. Have you heard one positive note? I, I don't think I've seen a missile come from North Korea in quite some time. Have you heard one positive note from any mainstream media outsource on the fact that there may be, uh, you know, an agreement on the table? There may be ways to, to clean this up, and we have now a safer area over in, you know, in Asia and those places. But, you know, you said something about having. Uh, the GOP being in control. Now, we, we don't have real Republicans control. We didn't then. Uh, we don't now. I think we lost, uh, what, 40-some-odd rhinos, 30-some-odd rhinos in the election. They really didn't help uh, uh, President Trump to, to speak of. So when I look at what's going on, if you look at what happened, in, again, in 2018, to some of your points, you're right. They, they, we don't have, you know, tell me if you agree with this. We don't have Democrats or Republicans. Now what we have, we have fat cats in D.C. that just want to keep status quo. Mm-hmm. He's got to scare the crud out of some of those Republicans. 
Yeah. Yeah. I I want to touch on your point about the media because I actually pulled a story about and I and I talked about the media in my open that they are just flat out propagandists. Now, they don't even hide that fact. We've got Chuck Todd who said that he's want he's wanting to do a series on climate change and he's refusing to allow any, quote, climate deniers to actually participate. When uh, I I pulled a story and, and if you if you have science on your side. And if climate change was settled science, then you would welcome people to come in. You would wel- welcome the opposing viewpoint because you would see it as an opportunity to crush uh, those in, in the debate. But the mainstream media is really nothing but propagandists. When I looked at 2018, I was going to do a segment on the top three fake news stories of the year, but there was too many actually to cover. So many of the top fake news stories involved Kavanaugh because when we look back on 2018, we've got to look at – And one of the things I said in my open is that it was too hard to categorize every story because so many of them had overlap. One of the biggest stories from 2018 was was a justice, now Supreme Court justice, then Judge Kavanaugh, who was a victim of a variety of different areas of the Obama transformation. He was he was a victim. That was a story that was about the Me Too movement that became weaponized against all men. And now men became considered guilty until proven innocent. It included mm-hmm. it included the liberal story of pro- propagandists in the media when they continued to push false accusations. They there was even continued reporting against Kavanaugh after they knew that it was lies and made up. Yep. You know, uh, and have they have you heard anything from them on two of the three accusers coming back and saying they lied? Uh, Professor Ford has actually taken her. Remember, she she was going to fight this. Her team was not going to let this go. She has taken her money. And she has moved on. We've heard nothing from her. And those those, you know, justice seeking uh, Republicans in Congress have done absolutely nothing to bring justice to either one of them. You know, science only counts for those people when it's on their side. When it's not on their side, it doesn't count at all. My favorite my favorite topic on my show is exactly, you know, the global earth warming cooling trend, whatever it is. Uh, I, I say that because you never know what it is from day to day. And, you know, if you go back to the original Earth Day predictions, not one of those predictions have come true. Not one has come true, and they've actually rewritten them a half a dozen times. If any one of those have come, had come true by this point, we'd have 100, 150 million people dead due to starvation. And one of the biggest problems we have on the planet is what? Obesity. Not starvation, but actually obesity. It's, it's just craziness. But you don't hear that from the left, do you? No. Uh, no. I mean, because they, they, you're not going to hear any. First of all, the left, there is no there is no uh, delineation anymore between the left, no. the Democrats and the party and the media. That That's yep. why they are the, the progressive uh, Pravda propagandist at this point. They would do Pravda proud. But I want to stick yep. on Kavanaugh for a minute because, you know, uh, yeah. it, it included the – that collusion between the left and the media. It also was a story of the Me Too movement. That was supposed to be such a pro-woman movement, and it ended up being nothing but a tool to be used for political and personal assassination against white men in this country. And then you, and then Kavanaugh was also another example within that Kavanaugh story we saw, which is something I touched on in my open, the weaponization of a government for political purposes. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. Kavanaugh was, they literally, without any remorse, the left, the media, and the government, and the Me Too movement sought to personally and professionally destroy a man, his wife, and his two daughters for politics. And, and, and we thought that there would be a Kavanaugh effect going into the midterms, and there wasn't, which is disturbing to me that people were so quickly able to move on from that, to, which is to me... One of the reasons why I'm leading into my, my discussion with you, Kavanaugh, one of the, the probably the most egregious story of 2018 for me. 
But listen, let me just, let me just finish off something there for you. The, the, the Boy Scouts, you know, I mean, that's what Kavanaugh was. He was a stereotypical American Boy Scout. He, 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 not that he was perfect, but he endeavored to do the right thing. He had a family. He loved his family. He tried to do the right thing for his family, his community. He stood for everything that they hated. Now, he was made out to be the bad guy. Think of the re- Thank God he had as thick a skin as President Trump has. And who did they hold up in high esteem? The pole dancer. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, this is where this is where the Dems have come now. They, they, they're protecting MS-13 gangs. They're protecting people that are coming here illegally. You know, in California, we spend what is it, twenty-seven billion dollars a year in 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 aiding illegal aliens. Yet we can let veterans die in the street. Look what's going on in San Francisco. And again, what is good is what the Dems hate. It's it's very obvious. You just have to look. And you're right, Kavanaugh. There's a guy that lived his life. Uh, lives his life, lived his life to be a good, solid citizen. Everything that we were taught when we were growing up as kids, and he was being beat up for being a good, solid citizen. This, this is really scary. Yeah, this is the Andrea K. Show. We are saying bye, Felicia, to 2018 and ushering in 2019 with my buddy Joe Messina. Uh, we can't uh, finish talking about Kavanaugh without without looking at the fact that the Republican Party did nothing to hold anybody accountable for what they did to Judge Kavanaugh. Nothing. They allowed right. they allowed Feinstein and, and Kamala Harris and all the rest, as, as well as those in the media, to attempt to personally assass, personally and professionally assassinate a man to the degree that people were suggesting that Child Protective Services take his daughters out of the home. So we are looking at, at uh, the, and a Republican Party that allowed everybody to get away with it. We're looking at a yeah. Republican Party. You talk about the open borders and the, and the money that's being spent in, in this country, but yet we're not securing our borders. Well, we can't just blame the Democrats for that, Joe. So I can't look at 2018 and look at the fact that we still, oh, no. we still have open borders and not hold the Republican Party accountable. Look, some people say, yeah, you can't do that. When they call me, they go, you can't do that. We didn't have a strike. I said, no, bullpuckies. Paul Ryan didn't put it out there. You know what you do is you shame them all. You put the bill together. You put it out there. You get them to vote for it. You send it over to the Senate, and we'll really see who's on our side or not our side. You know, you talked about 2018. I had a different viewpoint as how the uh, the, uh, the election was going to turn out. But when you take a hard look at it, who really lost? All the people that weren't helping us anyhow, all the people that weren't true, solid Republican conservatives, or I'm going to say it this way, all those true non-Americans who would not get behind our president are the ones that got voted out. You know, I, I got to tell you, you're going to laugh at me or you're going to think I'm smoking something. I'm very optimistic about 2020 at this point. Well, save your predictions because we're going to do bold <laughs> predictions in our next segment with you. And I can't wait to hear it. And since it's legal, if, you, if, if I think you've been smoking something, I just, I'm going to call you out on it. Okay, on the show. Um, I got to look at, uh, you know, 2018 um, as also the year in which uh, censorship, uh, banning of conservatives by big tech just, you know, they're not, again, uh, they're like the mainstream media is not bothering to hide the fact that they're liars and propagandists. Big tech, they're not bothering to hide anymore the fact that nope. uh, they're banning Franklin. They're banning Franklin Graham now. There's people like Laura Loomer who's been permanently banned from Twitter while they still have Hamas and, and every other anti-American terrorist group on Facebook Farrakhan. and Twitter. Yeah, and yeah. Farrakhan. Farrakhan. So that, that was a big story in 2018. And yet again, nothing's being done about it. Yeah, but listen, you saw this. Remember the hint when Hillary Clinton was running? She said, and, and so did Kane, uh, they, they both said the same thing, is that if we didn't get in line, if religious people didn't come in line with them, they would pass laws to force our scripture, our teachings to come in line with theirs. You got Franklin Graham. Remember Mike Huckabee, what was it, the Country Music Awards or some kind of uh, um, 
uh, board that he was sitting on because of his religious viewpoint, he had to resign from that board. You've got Kamala Harris uh, and who is it? The uh, the legislator from Hawaii is saying uh, they're looking at some of the picks for judges. Hirano or whatever. Hirani, yeah, right? And right. And they're saying they don't qualify. Why? Because they belong to a Catholic organization, a Catholic club, the Knights of Columbus. And they, they don't qualify to be judges because of their religious viewpoints. If a Catholic doesn't have a right to be uh, uh, an elected official or even be appointed, what happened to JFK? No Kennedy can take the, 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 their seat anymore. They have to resign. Do all Catholics now have to resign? Do you see what this, this is why I always say, you, you know where I go with this when it comes to religion. Our, Christ, our Christian friends, our Christian warriors gave up. They gave this up. And they need to fight back and they need to push back and they need to look at people like Kamala Harris and say, look, I, I'm going to do what you guys do. I'm going to be everywhere you go, in every restaurant you're at, in every event you're at, and I'm going to make sure that my churches know, that our people know what you actually stand for. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because, again, that ties back into my open because I talked about the fact that we've got the that's a part of that was the goal of Barack Obama and the left transformation to attack their cultural Marxist movement was attacking the Judeo-Christian principles and values and traditions on which this country was founded. And the way they got to go about doing that is is attacking the the Jews and the Christians and the Catholics themselves and every aspect of, of our lives. And that includes also white men. And this, as well as the fact that we saw in 2018, we saw the Me Too movement transform from being about protecting women to being about bashing and attacking white men and marginalizing white men and blaming them for everything. Uh, we also saw a rise of anti-Semitism from the left. You know, we, we had it became front and center for the Women's March. Uh, we've, mm-hmm. we've seen so many Democrats that uh, – were buddies with Farrakhan and, you know, you saw Bill Clinton and others sharing a stage at a funeral with Farrakhan, the leaders of the Women's March being anti-Semitic. And, you know, the uh, we've got continued lawsuits in in ways in which Christian businesses are continuing to be attacked. But but listen, as a woman, this has to bother you. The Me Too movement, I'll tell you what bothers me the most about that. First of all, let me say any man who takes advantage of a woman, you know, I mean, forces himself on a woman, he, he should be allowed to be taken to the parking lot and beat by a couple of guys like me. That's my kind of thought process on this. But what about all the women that were around those women who knew that was happening, who never said a word, who actually led some of the other women into those situations because they wanted to further their careers? Where's their accountability for this? Should they be held to any kind of – you can't get out there being one of those people that were involved in all of this and then all of a sudden say you're part of the Me Too movement. How does that work? Well, right. You also can't tell me you're part of the Me Too movement when you consider Justice Kavanaugh to be uh, so guilty he should have his life and his children, his life destroyed and his children moved from the home on the basis of an allegation from a woman 40 years prior when she couldn't even place him at the scene. Uh, but you're going to you're going to justify <laughs> right. you're going to justify uh, Roman Polanski and what he did to a 13 year old girl. Oh, they they get up, they give him standing ovations. They, look, at, I used to never allow anybody on my show that saying that if you were on the left, you had a mental disorder. After seeing what's taken place over the last, how intense it's gotten over the last four or five years, I, I am sorry to say I now allow that comment to be made. You can't think those ways. And have normal, uh, you know, have normal brain function. It just doesn't work. I don't see how it works on, on either side. Well, we're going to take a break, and we're going to see what works on the other side with Joe Messina. <laughs> Stay with me, Joe. We got more of uh, Bye Felicia and Hello 2019 coming up. As I said, I 
Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Mike Gallagher just sees things working under President Trump. Americans are talking about the crisis at the border in a way that we've never talked about it before. We're having a conversation about all of this in a way that we never had in the past and in a way that we never would without the election of Donald Trump, without his impetus, without his leadership. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekday mornings at 7 on FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Losing business to online companies? Competitors using social media to rob you of sales? Is your current website five years behind the times or even one? Contact us at Salem Surround. Digital marketing that surrounds potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase bottom line. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you do what you do best, run your business, while we deliver customers. Is your business taking full advantage of digital communication to reach more people? Are your competitors ahead of you? Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Fox morning, taking 850. 
Wait, I don't reckon. What song is that? Who's that? That ain't, that ain't got a smooth groove, baby. What the stink is that? <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's a great song. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Enrique Show. We are closing out 2018 and saying hello to 2019 with my buddy Joe Messina from The Real Side. Joe, how can everybody hear you? You're in so many you places know, and time slots. I don't even know how to tell everybody how to hear you. Was, you know, I, it sounded like you were closing out you know, 1977, but I'm all good with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just head over to therealside.com. You can find stations and times and all that other fun stuff. Uh, but you got to listen. I'm on sometimes at the same time Andrea's, but Andrea's the one you got to listen to. She's got the Aww, personality. You're so I'm sweet. I'm kind of like a, yeah, I'm, I'm the old white guy with the Q-tip head. You know what I'm saying? Well, but the funny thing <laughs> is, Joe, <laughs> you do a lot of, um, I tend to do more, you know, um, I don't want to say deeper. I do more of the political, you do more um, cultural segments, pop cultural yeah, segments the, the, than the, I do. Social, yeah, the social issues and, and, yeah. and I touch on the politics because they, but, but you know, you do a great job with it. There's well, a lot of people you. out there who do a good job with that kind of stuff. And I like it. I just think there's some, so many crazy stories and crazy things going on out there. That eight-year-old uh, uh, pole dancer out of New York, and oh. everybody's egging that little kid on. And, and I heard him speak, and he talked about how he uh, <laughs> he's glad that they're bringing uh, atten- that he's able to bring attention to the plight of the young gay people. He is like eight years old. Yeah. He, he's been talking like this since he was eight. How do you know this? You don't even know what colors go together, let alone what sexual preference you are, as they say. Yeah, you don't know. I mean, and he supposedly was doing this at six. You know, he's basically regurgitating. And that is, in 2018 was the year in which we saw uh, parents saying that they were going to raise their child genderless. There's no such thing. You know, we and you know, it's crazy. So you got some yeah. six year olds saying this. It's and, and I will tell you full disclosure. I don't know if you know this about me, Joe, but I spent most of my childhood thinking a mistake had been born and that I was a boy trapped in a girl's body. And thankfully, yeah. my parents ignored it. Nowadays, they'd be putting me on experimental hormones. But back then, my parents did the right thing. They ignored it. When it came time for me to put a dress on, they for, they put a dress on me and they didn't yeah. change my name. And then sure enough, puberty kicked in and I became the fabulous woman that you <laughs> that you're talking to today. Yeah, um, I don't know how you. I don't know how you maintain that fabulousness. You know, <laughs> I I've gained twelve pounds just watching your donut pictures every night. I don't know, lady. Anyhow. <laughs> uh, well, what do you think was the 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 one? We've still got a lot of ground to cover. I want to get your bold pr- predictions <laughs> for twenty nineteen. But what's like the funniest, craziest, outlandish uh, pop uh, culture story of the year for you? Do, do I have forty five minutes? Or no, two? no, baby, you got to give it to me in like two minutes. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give you one of those fast ones, right? I learned yoga is cultural appropriation, and that baby it's cold outside is, you know, all about forcing yourself on a woman, that uh, crap cleaners in San Francisco are getting 160 k a year. The Virgin Mary didn't give God permission. I don't know if you knew that, right? Oh, and <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, do Black Lives Matter anymore? Because they seem to have gone away. And um, Stanford and many other California colleges now want to take the American flag down because it's oppressive. Uh, right? Well, you and, know what? I, Go, go ahead. You got more? No, I could go on for an hour. You know me. I could go on for an hour. This craziness that we never grew up around. Listen, I'm thinking if I don't hit the right numbers this year, I'm going to move to San Francisco because, again, those guys that are cleaning up human excrement off the streets 
Get, this is a government job. Uh, 160k a year plus Benny's. Well, yeah, you know what? I mean, we all got to clean it up after somebody at some point. If you got babies, you clean doing diapers, you know, and I'll do it for 165k. Man, I'll wear a hazmat suit and a couple pairs of rubber gloves. Well, I do want to pick up on you said something about Black Lives Matter move there, you know, that's kind of yep. gone. I think in part because when we look at 2018, DJ Carrot Sticks asked me to one of his items was you know, breakout conservatives for the year. And unfortunately for the left, a couple of breakout conservatives for the year was none other than speaking of fabulous Candace Owens. And what she did, she and Kanye West, in terms of what they did for black Americans, telling them it isn't even about Republican or Democrat. It's about being free to think for yourselves. Get off that Democrat plantation and where they believe that they own you and you're only allowed to think what they tell you you should think. No, you're exactly right. You know, Trump made a comment. I lost two very close black friends of mine over Trump made the comment, you've been voting for them for 60 years. Give me a chance. What have you got to lose? And I said, boy, think about that. Think about what the Dems do to to the black, not just the black community, but most minority communities. They have the worst records in the inner city. Black kids, on the average, get get a worse education uh, than than the white kids. And it's not because the kids are white. It's because of the kind of education and what they're giving them in in the inner cities. So I lost two friends over that. I said, look, the man's right. What have you got to lose? If he screws up and he makes it worse for you, get him gone in four years. That's what this is all about. You know, one of the other uh, groups or people or heroes, if you would, of 2018 was the walk away movement. Don't you think? I yeah. mean, to see all these people start to come to the surface, go, well, wait a minute. It shouldn't be about party. Uh, the one woman I spoke with on my show said that when um, her neighbors came against her, now she's a Democrat, a lifelong Democrat, to take the flag down because it was a, a, um, oppressive and they were part of her local Dem party. She said, I'm done. Is this what the Democrats stand for? Yeah, uh, the walk away movement. I a lot of people. It was bold. It was big. It was bigger than a lot of people predicted. I, I, I think some people were disappointed that it didn't translate into a, the Republican Party keeping the House. And I think that when we we've got to look at 2018, when we look at the House, it wasn't just because 49 Republicans decided to walk away from reelection. But we got to look at the fact that the Democrats stole a lot of elections with their ballot harvesting here in California, which is illegal in most states for a reason. The provisional ballot and absentee ballot, all those kind of shenanigans. And so hopefully, as you and I transition into looking bold predictions going forward, I'm, I'm hoping that it includes the Republican Party that completely allowed the Democrats to pull all kinds of crap everywhere that they get their act together, particularly here in California, because if this is allowed to continue, we're done. We don't, but see, we don't, you and I have had this conversation. Republicans try to play by the gentleman rules of boxing, okay? The Dems have been playing guerrilla warfare for years. They've been, and, and they play the long game. We don't play the long game. So they have strategy. They go out of their way. Look in California. Do you really think that, that, that ballast, uh, ballot harvesting law just came up a couple of years ago? They've been planning strategy. They've been planning how to lay it out. And there's something else we, we need to really give some thought to. In 16, uh, $6.9, $6.9 billion was spent on the presidential election, not just the president, but the election across the country. This year, $6 billion and no presidential election. I want you to think about that. In, in 16, $2.7 billion went to just the presidential portion uh, of the race that we still won. This year, that whole $6 billion went to congressional seats. Wow. Now, 
Those guys that you said you know that, that didn't run, I agree with you. I don't think that they didn't run uh, just because they you know they had done their good. They wanted to give somebody else a chance. They didn't run because they knew they could. They wouldn't. It's not that they couldn't. They wouldn't get behind Donald Trump, President Trump, and they wouldn't support what he had going on. And they didn't want the aggravation. That's what I believe. All right, your bold predictions for 2019. What's going to happen with the now that the Democrats are taking control of the House? We've got we've still got a government shutdown and open borders. We've got a stalemate going on there. We know the Democrats are doing everything they can to impeach. We know we've got a weaponized uh, FBI and DOJ that still has Trump in his sights. Uh, your, what are your predictions for 2019? Well, welcome to Russia, my friend. Uh, <laughs> no, I well, look at I. This is the one I really believe in. That, that Trump gets uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she's got to go. I mean, she she can barely uh, stand up. But I mean, I don't mean that in a negative way, right? I I hope she remains healthy enough to live out the rest of her life and enjoy herself. But she needs to go. I'm believing he's going to get that pick this year. I believe his judges are going uh, are going to get put in this year. That finally Mitch McConnell is going to see the light and start pounding these people through. I think you're going to see a lot of gridlock, worse than it was years ago. I think, and and the reason I say that is Pelosi is a pretty stubborn legislator, and and now this is a person thing. This isn't a thing to make America better. This isn't a thing to show you the Dems are better. This is now an outstubborn between President Trump and Nancy Pelosi. I truly believe that. And I think that's why they're going to be able to hand the House back to us in 2020. All right. So what do you think is going to happen with the Mueller investigation? (sighs) Yeah, I knew you were going to ask me that. (laughs) And I've been wrong three out of five times already. Look, I you probably look at it before you actually see any kind of real solid report, February or March. I think he's so frustrated right now, which is why you're seeing what's happened, what's happening with your own Corzai and the other guys. Yeah. God bless Corzai for taking him, yeah. you know, taking him to court and pushing this. Um, I, I think it's going to fizzle out probably come uh, March or April. But I think the Dems are going to pick up on some of those things and keep doing their investigations. Well, here's what concerns me, because we have seen that this is an investigation. There was never any probable cause to begin with. None. And no. that is a complete they had and with, with a Republican controlled Congress and a Republican administration in the past two years, the Republicans have done nothing to stop this. They've done nothing to stop an illegal investigation that was based yep. on not not only no probable cause, but it was based on planting evidence. It was based on planting spies within the Trump campaign. It was based on lies that were given to a FISA court that were based yep. on lies paid for by the opposition party. That should not have been allowed to continue. And since then, since that was allowed to start and continue, it has resulted in the creation of crimes, not investigation of crimes. Oh, yeah. And if they can create crimes for Cohen, for Manafort, for Papadopoulos and others, they can and will, if they work hard enough to find crimes in which they can hold President Trump and his family uh, to task for, if that's ultimately what they want. And he has not had a Department of Justice who's been willing no. to apply the rule of law. And so I can't overlook that. I can't be pie in the sky and say that there's no chance that President Trump's not going to face indictment because when oh, you no, have look, a weaponized he, government he's at risk he's got a weaponized listen you are you're right about that okay and you look at the new new york uh, ag that came in and what did she say her primary task the only reason those people elected her she didn't say that i am but she's coming in and the only thing she's going to do is she's going to investigate president trump and his family uh, the people he's done business with his family vendors the whole nine yards right yeah. and this is all they're going to do they're, they're going to try to investigate and impeach the whole time. I don't think he'll face impeachment. I really don't. I think you're going to see some. I, I think the Democrats, Pelosi's smart enough to know that whatever she does, she's going to, if she does something, she's going to have to have it that she can see it all the way through and truly indict him. Well, yeah. And I think, well, and I also would like to think 
that ultimately they know that if they were to, because you could, you could, you can find a crime to commit against anybody if you're really sure. looking hard enough, because they could find that there was some some expense you took somewhere along the way without a receipt. I mean, they could really go that far and, oh, and yeah. find something on you if they want. And I'm hoping that they believe that at some point that if they were to go that route, that there is so much that President Trump could get on the rest of them that it would be almost like a mutually assured destruction. Unfortunately, that means that that's probably why we will never see any real accountability if Hillary Clinton, Peter but- Strzok. Lisa Page, McCabe, oh. Rosenstein, and the rest. Final thoughts? Yeah, Wouldn't you? We, I, I would love to see. Here's what I'd like to see Donald Trump do. Take all the investigative papers, all the reports, declassify every one of them there, mm-hmm. throw them out there, because you know what then, then what happens is they've got to spend the rest of the two years defending their actions. Yeah. Um, I don't care who it drags in. They yeah. don't, and they yeah. didn't. What do you right? think? OK, I guess we have a little bit more time left than I thought we did in this right. segment. So your last prediction, what do you think? I mean, right now we got a stalemate over five billion dollars. I mean, for for the average consumer, it's it's a venti coffee somewhere. I mean, this is compared to a four trillion dollar budget. It's ridiculous. Right. But we've got we've got what do you think? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's insane. What do you think is going to happen? Because we've got we've got that clown from, you know, W's administration coming out, yeah. which was such which was su- such a disappointment. Uh, you know, supposedly President Trump has offered, you know, to take less money for the wall. Who do you think is going to blink? What do you think is going to happen with the border wall? Because I, I maintain me. because I maintain that if Trump doesn't get the wall, he will not win reelection in 2020 I, we've got I, one minute left one minute I, left. Okay, real quick i got it I, listen i agree with you from the standpoint if he gives into them at all uh, i think it's going to people are just going to look at that and go okay he didn't do what he said he was going to do he wasn't able to get down we just might as well go back to the way it was so uh i don't i i think he'll get the money for the wall one way or the other he may not get it from the dens but he's going to show him he's going to pull it off you've seen that that uh item out there that says syria what are we going to we're going to spend 15 billion bucks in Syria this year? I think he can get the military to build it. All he has to do is call for a state of emergency at the border. Well, you heard it here from my friend and buddy and radio star Joe Messina. Looking forward to 2019 is going to be crazy. Be sure to oh, yeah. check out Joe. Tell everybody your website again, Joe. Just go to therealside.com and Andrea, have a great new year. I'll see you next year. All right. Bye now. Bad. All right, stay tuned because we're gonna we're gonna roll into our final segment here on the first Andrea K show of 2019. We taking care of business, aren't we, DJ Carrot Sticks? <laughs> Never <We> mind. Sure. <laughs> Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets paid off or not go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. 
FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. One thing became painfully apparent this past election cycle. There are forces out there trying to destroy the America we know. And guess what? Those forces are still there. The election didn't change that. All this election did was restart the clock. In two years, we'll have to stand up and do it all again. Are we going to let the forces of darkness take back this country? Or are we going to stand up and fight for what's right? Stick with this station to get your marching orders. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Imagine your business being on the first page of a search engine like Google or at the top. What could that do for your bottom line? The answer is at Salem Surround. Digital marketing that surrounds your potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. When they're on their computer, mobile phone, or tablet, your ad is there. When they attend a sporting event, conference, or concert, you're in front of them on their mobile device. When they walk into your competitor's store, your message entices them to visit you as well. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour. A tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. A dynamite in a dress or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. This is how we... Oh, <laughs> I was a little off there. <laughs> Glad to have you all with me on our first 2019 Andrea K. Show. Uh, we are rolling into our final segment here. Another uh, topic suggestion DJ Carrot Sticks had for me for today's show was the top economic story of the year. And I started to talk about the trade war and all this kind of stuff. And then it occurred to me that actually the top economic story of the year is the fact that we actually had Americans voting for socialist. That while we have teenage girls in Venezuela offering to prostitute themselves for money because they're in such dire straits, we have people down in Venezuela looking for dogs to eat, no, literally starving to death in Venezuela in real time. We got Americans voting for socialists here in this country. We've got a majority of millennials that actually think communism is a better way of life. These are the same people that know how to Google. There's nothing stopping them from understanding the realities of that. But they are a result of what we have talked about time and time and time again with Bob Walters here on the Andrea K. Show. And what I talked about 
at the opening of the show, which is the indoctrination centers formerly known as schools in this country. That is the top economic story of the year. And everybody listening to me, do not trust the schools to be teaching your children the basics of economics, the basics of capitalism, the basics of what this country was founded on as compared to Venezuela and Cuba and the USSR. Their fu- your children's future is at stake. Uh, Got to spend a few moments on in memoriam because one of the things that also occurred to me that in 2018 was that this was the year in which I believe Americans officially completely forgot about 9-11. September 11th. Oh, hashtag never forget. You kidding me? Never forget? When you elected people into Congress who, who wore the Palestinian flag across their shoulders celebrating the night that they won and then taking office on the Koran who hate Israel? We've got Linda Sarsour going around at women's marches, touting Sharia law in this country. We've got Muslim community patrols now in New York City. Don't tell me you hadn't forgotten about 9-11. When the cover of Time magazine was a Muslim Brotherhood dude named Jamal Khashoggi. Should he have been murdered by Saudi Arabia? Well, I don't know anything about it. I don't like to hear anybody being dismembered. But that's your person of the year. Don't, the bottom line is don't tell me you hadn't forgotten. The left was celebrating this Muslim Brotherhood dude who was not even an American citizen and not one California politician who was a Democrat mentioned Officer Singh, who was murdered by an illegal alien, who was and that same illegal alien had multiple felonies against him and was hidden by seven other illegals who had multiple felonies against them. How many more Americans have to die for the, for the, this government, including the Republicans, to finally seal the border? As I've said many times, the greatest threat that we face in this country is our borders because we are being invaded. The southern border, we are being invaded. Drugs, gang members, violent criminals across, as well as it being an economic issue. We cannot afford that. Then we've got the virtual borders in which we are bringing in and have imported Islamic terrorism into our country. Yeah, we've forgotten about 9-11. Because that shouldn't be happening. I want to spend a few minutes, though, in memoriam of over some other key people. This was a big year for some big names. Stan Lee was a big name for people that lost. And and, uh, he was the Marvel Comics creator. And what what a legacy. I'm not a Marvel Comics person. I'm not a comic book person. But when you've left that many people sad about your passing, uh, you were quite significant. Uh, Some uh, some sad stories this year of high-profile people from Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade committing suicide. Uh, to the loss of, you know, Burt Reynolds and Penny Marshall, you know, some some big names. Of course, we lost two major politicians this year, John McCain and uh, 41, President Bush 41, who, you know, were hated when they were alive by Democrats, but loved after they were after they were dead. Um, those were the the unfortunately, their funerals were almost like whistle stop, you know, the whistle stop campaigns. The whistle stop, I can't remember what that terminology was. The whistle stop campaign back in the day. Um, but then just this past week, uh, we lost a young conservative gal. You know, it's always tragic when anybody loses somebody, but it's especially tragic when it's somebody who's 26 years old, alive and seemingly healthy one day and gone the next day. And so uh, that's the latest story that's, that's really, really sad. Um, but let's end on a high note, on a positive note, DJ Carrot Sticks. What, what should we end on? 2019 
in spite of the challenges we face in this country and the things going, we are still the greatest country on the face of the earth. We had the lowest unemployment rate that we here in this country we've had in a really long time. We've had we had record growth GDP multiple quarters in a row. We had record stock market. It's had dips up and down. But President Trump ushered in the. We are now back to being the world's number one economy. And so we've got some good things that we're looking forward to going into 2019. Agree. I think 2019 is going to be a great year for everybody in this country. Yeah. And I think any time that we have challenges, we it's like I said at the open. You got to look at them so that you can do an autopsy on it and figure out how you can do better. What went wrong? What are the areas of opportunity? And look to do better. And, you know, God bless America. God bless you guys for being here. Have a great night, everybody. And we'll see you tomorrow right here, 6 p.m. on The Andrea K. Show.